What's up, everybody? Are you tired of working so much, either so many hours or just working so gosh darn hard? Well, you're in luck because today's episode, we're going to be going over how to work less. This is the Existential Stoic Podcast. I'm Randy. That's my buddy, Danny. What's up, Danny? What's up, Randy? Yeah, so this seems to be the dream for everybody, how to work less, right? Yeah, I think we all want to work less. And especially, man, like I think like the, you know, the, the culture is to just work and work and work and work. But there's never like discussion about like working better, you know, not working. So because you know, there's rest of life is valuable, too. And I think we miss that. So, yeah, I think this is a crucial one here. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, even in Japan, they have the whole idea of working yourself to death. And that's like a socially accepted <laughs> way to die, which is pretty insane. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I would argue that we probably have that here to an extent, too, you know, where it's just yeah. like this idea of like, we celebrate people who just do nothing but work, you know, mm-hmm. it's, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, so, but then on the other hand, we have the whole fantasy of just kind of living life on a beach, working four yeah. hours a week, not having to do anything. We're I think totally that's a little bit realistic <laughs> too, but a lot of, that's what a lot of people aspire to because they're so far on the other end of the spectrum, that's where they want to get to. Yeah, they're so, missing that balance, right? <laughs> yeah, so everybody who's listening is in luck because today we're going to be sharing a few quick tips for how to work less. And since I introduced, I will go first. So first one I have for you for how to work less is to become effective. And this is like such a critical key because I work at a co-working space and I see these people who are working in, in quotations, they're working eight <laughs> hours a day, okay? They're spending most of their day on Facebook. They're spending most of their day on LinkedIn. And like, yes, while they may be networking and it's kind of half related to work, the actual amount of work that they get done is probably about an hour or two of work a day. And then they see me come in. I'm there for two, three hours and I leave. And they're like, what, you never work? And I'm like, no, I do all my work in that short period of time (laughs) and then I'm done. Yeah. So learning to become effective and actually achieve the work you're there to do. I think that's the first part of working less because most of us just waste our time while while we're working. Yeah, I love that you said that. I like the example too, because like, it's so true. Like we have this idea of work where like, it's just this, the time spent there. And it, it just has to be loosely like associated when instead of actually looking at your tasks and asking yourself, like, am I really getting anything done? And like the first thing I thought of is, which I know anybody who's been in meetings has had this experience. You go to a meeting, it's scheduled for an hour and a half. It takes an hour and a half and only five minutes of it actually matters. You know, it's like really looking at these things is crucial because asking yourself, you know, am I actually working or am I just like pretending to work? Am I just like distracting myself? You know, it's like, all of these, you know, kind of understanding what you're doing is helpful. Yeah. And, and I also hear, I also hear the rebuttal. Everybody's saying, but I have to work eight <clears throat> hours a day. What am I supposed to do? And here's the answer to that. When I was work, busy working as a veterinarian, I would do all my work as fast as possible. And then I spent the rest of my time in a coordinated effort to build a business so that when <laughs> I was, so that when the business took off, I could finish being a veterinarian doing the work that I didn't want to do. And go do the business. So actually taking that time and using it, the first part is becoming effective, actually being able to direct your time and use your time. Yeah, that's, that's a good idea. So you've got extra time to, to let, you know, use it for something else. I like that. That goes nice. Facebook or LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Perfect. I like that. It goes really well. My first one too, which is just work smart um, and, you know, focused 
you know, zero distractions, quiet, really, I mean, I think working smart too is what you, whatever you need to get that work done, you know, prioritization, actually thinking about what you're doing, you know, all of these things are crucial to, you know, being able to be effective, like you said, and being able to actually, you know, ensure they're getting work done and progressing towards something too. I think that's the other thing. Like, I don't know about you, but like, I can look in my past. I know plenty of times where like, I felt like I was working and getting a lot done, but I was really just procrastinating or, you know, I was doing things like, you know, focusing on perfection and really just, you know, and basically just, you know, self-sabotaging. So I think there's so many ways in which we, we really, we work unintelligently we, you know, and destroy ourselves in the process. Yeah. Yeah. And with the work smart, like just doing what works so you can get the work done, like turning off notifications on your phone. Yeah. I'm just, I'm always blown away how many people have their phone blowing up nonstop oh, I hate that. and they're trying to get anything done. Like, don't you realize that every time your brain is just like, Oh, something else. Oh, something else. People don't get it. But oh, no, man, it's like that, that switch too. when you're in, in, in a groove and something happens like that, that switch back is like really destructive in terms of your progress and your ability to be effective. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So my second tip for how to work less is to delegate. This means to give other people your work. And a lot of people will be like, but I can't do that. I don't have a secretary. I don't have this. I don't have that. Well, guess what? You can hire someone online to do most of the stuff you have to do. And yeah, sure. They're in a different country, but they turn out better work than people in America. And people are like, but America's number one. And it's like, well, check the scoreboard because a lot of other countries are coming up and being able to do just as good work as everybody in America. But uh, by delegating your work, you get to have other people do stuff that you don't like to do, that you're not good at, that you don't have time for. So essentially you could have, you could do the work of five or 10 people by delegating your work to five or 10 people. Uh, and it's, it's all, it's a difficult skill to do at first because everybody thinks they're Superman and they're the best at it. So like learning that other people can be as good as you at things, maybe even better than you at certain things, but starting with stuff you don't like to do. Like if you have a project that you have to do every week that you don't like to do, see if you can find somebody online to do that for you on Fiverr, on Upwork, on one of these other things. So that way, now you don't have to worry about that. You know, this isn't school where you get caught plagiarizing. Like as, as long as you get the work done, you're done. Yeah. Yeah. That, it's such a good point too. And I think there's, there's so many things we can do in that vein that can really help us. Like you mentioned, like stuff you don't like doing. I mean, there's even ways you can automate stuff. You know, there's ways you can, I mean, there's so many things you can do that like look into that because I think working, you know, that working smart, that delegation, it's also learning how to do it. Like you said, it's learning to admit that, you know, other people can do this stuff. Other people are capable enough. You don't need to do the whole thing for it to turn out well. That goes along really nicely to my other one, which is my second one rather, which is um, good is always better than perfect. And I think it's a, this idea of perfection, this idea of being, you know, the best, this is this, there's no other way that this thing could have come out that could be better, right? That thinking kills us. It destroys us. It makes us, you know, unable to finish. It makes us unable to delegate. It makes us unable to look at other options because we think that like, if we're not doing it, it will, and we're not doing it to the highest ability that we have, it will somehow be worthless. And it's totally a flawed notion. Yeah, absolutely. Getting it done. That's the, that's yeah. the most important <laughs> yeah. thing, getting it done. Yeah, it really is. Yep. So my last one is say no. If you want to work less, stop taking on so much work. 
I mean, granted, you may not you may not get every promotion or you may not get every opportunity if you say no to some, but you're also not going to be bogged down with work. Like I, I have so many experiences of people who will get calls from their boss on the weekend and they'll do work. Oh, and I'm like, how could you do that? Like, turn your phone off. Say no. Be like, it's the weekend. I'll be there on Monday. Happy to do it on Monday. But this is my time. So like learning to say no. It's a difficult skill because people are like, but what if he gets angry with me? What if I lose my job? And it's like, well, you'll find a better job somewhere else, somewhere where yeah. your boss doesn't give you work on the weekend. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, that that mentality that you have to be on call 24 seven when you're being paid for a 40 hour work week. It's like it's insane. And I see so mm-hmm. many people go through this and the stress and just the damage to your personal life, your well-being is just horrible. And I think you're absolutely right. You have to say no. And once you start saying no, you not only do you make time for yourself, you also start establishing what a healthy work life is for you. And that is crucial, like so important. I like that. Uh, that goes, I think these all go very nicely together. My last one, my third one is leverage the skills and knowledge you possess to maximize efficiency. Um, and with this, keep learning, keep developing new skills. And I think this is, they go together because on the one hand, you know, look at what you already possess to maximize what you're getting done the kind of jobs you take on so you can get things done really quickly and then use that extra time that you have now to learn new stuff, to grow, to find new avenues that you can kind of develop new skills that you can then leverage later. That's a, that's a great point. Cause uh, I've heard it said that like most people who are the top people in their field, they're not exceptional. They just have like a very specific <laughs> habit stack that makes them very good at what they're doing. So if you're mm-hmm. working in an industry and you want to have some other job, because you think, well, you'll get paid more, you'll have better recognition, you probably won't have to work as much. Well, figure out what it is that they have that's so attractive and then yeah. get your work done, figure out how what habit stack they have and start working on those things so you can yeah. essentially become that and then have everything. So yeah, that's a great one. Boom. Boom. So that's it. In a nutshell, how to work less, a whole bunch of methods for you to work yeah. less because we're all working too hard and need to just work less and live on a beach with a computer and work four hours a week. And that's it. So yeah. <laughs> there you go. thank you so much for listening. <laughs> thank you for listening to today's episode of the Existential Soak podcast. I'm Randy. That's Danny. We'll see you later. Bye. Peace, Danny. Peace, Randy.